Hey there everyone, Tiffany Leonard here. Welcome to Tiff Totally. So as I said, I'm going to give you a more personal episode because I feel like it's been so long since I've uh, updated you on what I've been dealing with and going through. And I mean, you may not think it's important, but I don't know. I mean, this is a lot of why I even started the podcast is because I want my voice to be heard. I want to be seen. I want a space where I feel I can just be vulnerable and whether I'm judged or not, you know, that's up to you guys. But I feel like if I'm sharing everything that I'm dealing with or have dealt with, I probably could reach somebody else. And that's exactly what I want to do and hope to do. And, you know, speaking of reaching others and helping others, Um, so, you know, back over the summer, I was doing the peer support classes and I took the first test in September and you need at least an 85% to pass. So when I took it the first time, I was really, really upset because I got an 84% and I was pretty pissed. I'll be honest, I was pretty pissed. And um, so I had to end up taking it again. Um, I took it again on December 1st and I got an 86%. So I did pass the second time, but it's still like, I feel like the test I feel like I did so well on it and then I didn't do as well as I had thought or I'd wanted to. Um, But at least I did pass, so I'm not certain if I'll be getting uh, my certificate, like, you know, before the holidays. Of course, it's like a hectic time for everyone, but I am so looking forward to getting that certificate in the mail and just kind of having that to show off because I am proud of it. I don't want to brag, but I also... I just want everyone to know that I am proud and that I did this and that I can do things um, and that I'm not what a lot of people have perceived me or still perceive me to be. And so it just, it makes me feel really proud and accomplished. And I also am just so excited to like get out there and like work with people and actually have clients and, you know, talk to them and have them confide in me and hopefully just help them, you know, make a difference in their life. Um, just being kind to people because as I've gotten older, you know, I'll tell you when I was going through my toughest times of depression and I was at my lowest of lows, you know, I had a fuck all attitude to the world. I'm not going to lie. I I didn't think it was necessary to be kind to everybody. You know, I was hurting and God damn it, I wanted the world to hurt with me. I didn't really give a fuck about anyone or really anything unless it was animals or like a few certain people very, very close to me. And, you know, after finally living on my own and just kind of having the opportunity and the space to really grow and mature and discover myself and be my own person without really having the negativity of anybody bringing me down, that's when I realized it's like I can see through all of this and I can like do anything that I want and you know 
it's pretty incredible to me because I even look at myself like last year I said that this year was going to be my year and it really, you know, in many ways it really was. You know, even 2020, like going through the pandemic, that's when, you know, I came upon my car and, you know, starting off the new year, I, you know, throughout the year I got it fixed and worked on and now I I have the car and I I can drive it now. You know, I, I still limit myself because driving anxiety, it's a real thing and I have it and, you know, it's something, it's not easy to work through. Um... But the fact that I even have my car now and I know, like, I can drive around my neighborhood comfortably, you know, there's a couple stores around me, like, there's a Walgreens and there's, like, a Family Dollar and there's a couple of restaurants. There's a cafe I like to go to at least two or three times a week, get something to eat, have some coffee, Um, I like to go to the library and check out books, so I've definitely been reading a lot less on my Kindle, but, you know, I can go to the library on my own time. Um, I go to Walgreens sometimes if I, like, forget something when I go to Walmart or out to the grocery store or something, you know, I have Walgreens or a family dollar or sometimes I'll go and I'll get myself a snack or there's a Salvation Army Goodwill store. So sometimes if I'm bored for the hell of it, I'll see if I can find something that, you know, I really don't need. But I mean, it's so great just to now have that freedom. You know, my friends that live around in this neighborhood, I can go and drive to my friends' houses and stay out as late as I want and not have to worry about people giving me rides and being on their time. You know, it's so great to be on Tiffany time and, like, just have that freedom. I mean, it's, I feel like that has made a lot of a difference for me. Um, especially like within my mood and like feeling confident, um, it's definitely made all the difference. And, um, you know, I just feel a lot more free now. And, um, I, you know, I feel like even at this point last year, there were still many areas I just, I didn't really feel too sure on, but I'm so much more sure of them now. Like, going into 2021, I did not think I'd become a peer support. I really didn't. I think the first time I applied for the class was in February, and then again in April, and then finally again in May. Um, And then that's when I started it in June. So... You know, it took me quite a few times to actually apply and get there, but I never thought coming into 2021 that I'd achieve all this. I honestly didn't think that I'd really be able to afford to get my car going and actually really get it fixed up to where, I mean, it's drivable. I really didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. And I guess when you really truly stay positive and remain confident the good things will come to you you know especially when you feel that you deserve them and I do I really feel like I deserve all that has come to me and I don't say this to sound like self-centered and conceited I say it because 
people telling you, oh, you're never going to be able to afford a car or you're never going to be able to drive because it's not easy or you're never going to be able to go anywhere by yourself or just you're never going to be able to do like anything. And when you have that set in your mind, you really start to believe it and you think you can't do it. But then when you just beat the odds and like prove everybody wrong, it's like the most amazing fucking feeling in the world. And so I just feel, I guess I don't always like to throw around the word blessed, but you know, being a spiritual person, I guess I can say like, I, I feel so incredibly blessed in that department, you know, just having more of my freedom. And especially if I am able to work part time, you know, that'll be great. You know, even if it's just a volunteer position, that's like more than anything I have ever had in my lifetime, you know, to make me feel worthwhile, you know, so I just feel so incredibly proud, so incredibly like, it was more of like a feeling on top of the world. And um, I'm, I'm just kind of like over the moon excited to start helping people and hoping to make a difference. And, you know, hoping that someday I will hear because of you, Tiffany, like, I feel better, I've accomplished this, or you've made me believe in myself, or just something along those lines. Like, maybe people will never tell me that, you know, maybe they'll tell me the opposite. But I really would like to think at some point in my life and doing this that somebody or some people are going to tell me that or I will see the change in people and I could believe it's really because of me helping them. So, I mean, that's just going to be so rewarding more than anything. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for, you know, this opportunity and this journey. And of course I definitely, as much as I can, I will keep everybody, you know, updated. Of course, like with HIPAA laws, I can't like get into like super, you know, details about people that I work with, but I can just, you know, say how the job is going, how it's affecting me and, you know, things I'm learning and experiencing, you know, I definitely am here to like share that with everyone. And, you know, if anybody ever really needs advice, you know, just come to me, I'm willing to be here and listen and, you know, get some good practice and, you know, really, I've learned so much, especially within even the last couple months. Uh, I want to say this past year, especially, but really more so in the last couple months. You know, being kind to people is, I mean, I can't even stress enough how important it is. And, you know, even when people are unkind, there is a reason they are unkind. I believe all of us, all of us, all human beings, we do. We all have the capacity to be kind-hearted. We do. But there are reasons why people are the way that they are. And from a psychological point of view, you have to understand that, where they're coming from. And maybe some people are just so, like far gone and permanently damaged that, you know, I don't want to say that they're beyond help, but 
you know, it's, they've been this way for so many years. They just don't know any different and they don't want to see differently. But everybody has the capacity to be kind. And of course, yes, we all have our limits as well, but everyone is capable of it. And when you start to see why people are unkind or may do like, you know, maybe you're drug users, like why are they doing it? You know, some people may just do it because they, they enjoy it. And, um, you know, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess I really can't explain as to why for that, but many people turn to drugs for a reason and it's, it's a psychological reason. And when you come to the deeper understanding of that, you know, it's rewarding for not only you, but also the user, because if you think about it, you know, maybe you've helped them realize, maybe they never realized why they do this either. It's like something happened at some point in their life and all of a sudden they picked up like crystal meth and they've just ever since have been addicted to it or they have picked up a bottle and have ever since just didn't know how to stop and it's true when you're like shutting down like that you're not going to always realize it and so I think that if you can help somebody kind of see through that and like letting them know that it's okay, we all struggle, and this is why you're doing it. And if they want to make a change and you help them, I just, it's going to be like so rewarding for the both of you. And I realize that now is that when people do, I guess, I don't want to say like stupid shit, but it's true. I mean, when people are doing dumb shit when they're drunk or on drugs or they're doing, you know, things that you just couldn't even imagine like selling themselves or selling their children or selling like everything they have just to get one nip of the bottle or one tiny pill you know it's something very real that psychologically they truly do need and um you know, I would be the per. I used to be the person that was like, oh, come on, it's ridiculous for you to go like and do that. Like, maybe so. Yes, it, maybe it is ridiculous. But we also have to think that this is just right now is what's going on in their mind. They don't really know any different right now. And you have to make them see different. It's kind of like me. I'm going to use myself as an example like when people will constantly tell me, like, I I truly always believed that, you know, I'd never be able to have a car. And not just because there's people that would tell me, oh, you're never going to be able to drive, it's too difficult, or you make one little mistake. I mean, everybody's going to make a mistake learning to drive, right? I mean, it's just... that's why we learn to drive, you know, but, you know, maybe just people telling me that it's too expensive. I'll admit, yeah, cars are not cheap. I mean, they don't, they don't run on air, you know, something goes wrong with it. You've got to have the money to like, take care of it. And it is, you know, they are, they're a financial burden. It's true. But, 
you have to know that you can at least try or you have to know that you can possibly try to save money or, you know, find those that really care enough to help you. Because I'll tell you this too, a lot of people that tell you, oh, cars are so expensive are the ones that probably never have to worry about money financially. They were always financially comfortable or they always had somebody helping them financially. And so they really don't know what it's like to struggle. It's exactly like somebody that's an alcoholic that just like me. I don't even, I don't like to drink alcohol, period. I, you know, I, for one, I really truly do not like the taste of it. I don't. But I also cannot understand how somebody can just go and get drunk and just like get stupid and want to have a hangover. Like, you know, and not being somebody that drinks or even likes alcohol or even associates with it, of course I'm not going to understand. But it doesn't give me the right to judge other people or criticize other people or tell them that, I mean, I can tell them, yeah, you shouldn't drink so much if you're going to complain of a hangover or you shouldn't drink if you know you have to go to work or something. But ultimately, in the end, most people know that. And if they can't handle their limits or take care of themselves, there's not much you could do at that point. But there's absolutely never a point where it's okay for me to, you know, try to control somebody of doing something that they want to do. And so people always telling me, oh, cars are too expensive. You know, you're never going to be able to afford one. Yeah, maybe not. You know, that's the truth. Maybe not. But, you know, in the end, I mean, lucky for you to have somebody to help you or for you to be financially comfortable. And if it wasn't affordable, then I guess I suffer that consequence of it not being affordable. And then I just would have to sell the car. You know, that's, you know, that's kind of the risk that you take, but you never know until you try. You have to get out there and try things. You can't just be discouraged and, you know, made to feel worthless because you'll never know. And, you know, yeah, I struggle, but I'll tell you what though, I really... I'm, I'm doing fine since I've had the car fixed. I mean, and since I've had it done since the summer, I've had it since like June, July now. And the only thing is a couple weeks ago, my battery went. And so I didn't have really have the money for it, but I had somebody that helped me out and they borrowed me the money and you know, you pay them back and it, it's, it's okay. But other than that, other than, you know, so far, like, let's knock on wood, you know, having to just put gas in the car so far, it's been good. And, you know, I'm okay, like, paying car insurance and all my other bills, and I'm comfortable. You know, I, I wish I had more money to just, like, throw away, basically, and you know, go on like a huge shopping spree or take like this huge like 
Caribbean vacation, but I can't. And, you know, maybe I never will be able to afford those types of luxuries in my life. But, you know what? That's okay because I have all that I really need. I have a roof over my head. I have food. I have clothes. My animals are taken care of. And I'm able to, you know, keep my car so I can have more freedom in my life. You don't need to take those extravagant vacations. And, you know, I noticed that too with a lot of people is like they say, oh, such and such is expensive. And they complain about how, you know, everything costs so much money. But yet here you're going to go to a Florida Disney vacation. So, you know people really should think about that if like things are really expensive and things are really tight do you really need to go to Disney World you really don't but I'm not going to tell people not to do it because that's what they want to do and you know if they suffer financially because of it that's what they have to learn from You know, I know I'll probably, I mean, unless I get super fucking lucky and hit the lottery, I probably never will be able to afford, like, to go to Disney World. And to be honest with you, I have no interest in going to that place. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, you know, maybe as a kid, once upon a time, it was a dream come true to maybe do that. But, uh, you know... Once I hit my 20s, I was kind of like, yeah, maybe not so much the happiest place on earth. Um, (laughs) Maybe, but you know what, though, and I, you know, I say that, but if I ever do have kids and I am able to afford it or, you know, I get like a husband that makes good money or something and my kids want to go to Disney World, I mean, maybe I'll make that happen. You know, because I also want to, if I ever have kids, give my kids the opportunities and the type of lifestyle that give them things that I never had, you know. So I'm not saying I guess I'd never go to Disney World, but if I never have kids and it, I'm no, uh, no interest for me. But I mean, I'd like to go to Florida for other things, but you know, I just may not be able to ever afford that. And it's okay. That's a luxury. That's, it's just something you, you want, but you don't need it. Nobody, I mean, I guess we all need to take time to ourselves, but we can always take a vacation like within our hometown or our home state or just, you know, relaxing at home. Nobody has to take a luxurious vacation. I mean, unless you truly can afford it, that's great. But don't think like, oh my God, I so need a vacation. And especially if you're like, but I can't really afford it. I just want to encourage people to think about what's more important. You know, if you're going to take this vacation, are you going to be struggling for the next couple months paying bills? And if you are, you know, what's more of the priority. So that's what it's more like. And that's exactly what it comes down to with having a car is that, you know, as long as I'm eating and I have clothes and I'm paying my rent, then, you know, and my animals are taken care of, then I don't really, I don't have anything to worry about.
you know, I get to have some money to have, like I go, like I said, I go to the cafe like two, three times a week and I get me a cup of coffee or whatever. I mean, nothing too extravagant, nothing too expensive, like a cup of coffee here and there, you know, but other than that, like I buy other like things I may need, like that we all need, like for everyday life. But other than that, like, I'm just, I'm totally okay with where I'm at then. And yes, I'd love to have more. I think we all would. But at the same time, I am okay with where everything is. And so I really couldn't ask for much more there. And um, I mean, I just, I do. I feel extremely, incredibly blessed that I, I've done this for myself. Um, because I do, I feel like people have looked down on me like I, I can't do anything and this, this is the proof right here that I can and that I am worthy. And so I'm just going to continue to hopefully prove people wrong when it comes to that. And I'm, I'm just really excited for it. And I know that a lot of this is probably coming off super conceited, but I really don't mean it in that way. And I'm just, I'm so, I never thought I'd see the day where I would be proud of myself, to be honest. Um, I mean, even something as simple as doing this podcast and just like, who knows who I'm reaching with this as well. And who knows where even this will take me. I mean, you know, you see people that come from nothing that go to like, winning Grammys or having their own talk show and hey maybe I could do that in a couple years I mean that'd be I don't think I'll ever win a Grammy because yeah you guys don't want to hear me make any music but I don't know maybe I could win like an Emmy or a People's Choice Award or something I don't know but probably wouldn't be a Grammy but anyways you know maybe I'll be in the movie someday I mean hell you know just never doubt you never know what'll come your way I mean, just never doubt it. Um, you know, I always have said, you know, I don't know that I'd ever fall in love. And I've recently ventured out um, on Bumble for dating. And um, for about a month now, I've been seeing somebody. And um, so far, so good. I don't want to like I don't really want to like get a lot into it because I feel like, well, me, I wouldn't mind, you know, I tell my friends and everything, but we haven't like told our families yet and, um, you know, like made it like we're a big thing quite right yet. Um, but just the fact of actually dating and like getting along with somebody you know, and matching like a personality. Like I never thought I'd do that. I always thought I'd be the type of person that wants to be single forever. And I feel like in a way this, it's a good match because like, I like to have my space and he gives me that, you know, like we see each other a couple times a week, maybe even once a week because of his work schedule. But and I'm okay with that. See, I'm really okay with that. A lot of people aren't, but I'm okay with just seeing somebody a couple times a week, spending like a day with them, and then coming home to my own apartment and my cats and the guinea pigs. Like, I'm okay with that. 
I, I really, I'm somebody that like really values my space and my alone time, like more than probably most people that are in relationships. Like if I'm going to live with somebody, I want to have my own bedroom. Like I have sleep issues anyway. So it's like, you know, something like that, like he's okay with. And so it's definitely just finding somebody that you know, can accept you for you and that if they really truly click with you and really vibe with you and really like you, they'll make some compromises and negotiations because that's really what real relationships are about. And it is really healthy to have those boundaries and, you know, like your space. And I don't think there's really anything wrong with having separate bedrooms because I really think it's healthy that to get a good, you know, a really good night's sleep or, you know, it's, or just, you know, having like alone time, like, you know, you go out with your friends, I'll go out with mine or, you know, whatever. It's really important that anybody in a relationship has their alone time. And I really think that's like really super important. And that's how relationships like better work. If you're constantly like with somebody and, you know, I mean, if you're constantly like with somebody and you really don't have much time apart, you're really going to be like at each other's throats quite a bit. And you're going to notice that the bickering is more often. And, you know, and that's not for everybody. You know, some people are totally different like that when it comes to relationships and they're totally the opposite. And they're like, no, you know, me and my partner, we're together all the time and we totally love it. And, you know, that's cool too. Like I said, everyone's different. However, I think everybody benefits from having boundaries in a relationship um and so yeah I'm just I'm also anxious to see um you know where this relationship is going to take us um you know I'm kind of hoping like I really don't know like when I'll tell my family but um kind of hoping just we'll see where we're at as the new year comes in and you know kind of go from there um, you know, and I guess speaking of the new year, I don't typically make resolutions, but of course I'm, you know, continue to work on myself, you know, the relationship, if anything, maybe, um, find some work for some uh, peer support, you know, and continue to help people, um, just continue to make 2022. I, I want to say, I don't, I'm not going to like outstretch it and say that make 2022 better than 2021 has been because this year has been, I mean, truly, I, I really can't complain too much about this year. I really can't, to be honest. A, a lot of great things have happened. And um, if 2022 remains just as well as this year, then I I just couldn't be any happier. I really couldn't be. Um, but this year has been, you know, beyond wonderful that, I mean, to see it be greater would, you know, be absolutely incredible, but I'm not going to like, you know, I don't want to 
have my expectations up too high um, because I feel like when you do that, it's just a disappointment. It's like hope for the best or just the same, but I don't want to like say that it's going to be like an overachievement, but you know, I definitely just want to continue to be my best self in the new year and a new like a new and improved me and um you know that's definitely something for sure that I know I want to do you know I'll be 30 and um I really feel like I've got to enter this new decade with a bang for real I mean it, it's going to be a new me new decade you know a, a stronger better person that really that I thought I could be some like at 25 you know and I'm not saying I'm five years too late because that's totally not it at all I mean you're not on a time limit with this kind of thing you know it's never too late but the things that I'm doing right now I really thought that I'd be doing it like by 24, 25, you know, so now is as good a time as any, especially, you know, as I'm going to be entering in a new decade of life. It's to me, I kind of feel it as like a new year, new decade and a new start may not be a new decade in the year, but you know, I mean, still it feels kind of fresh to me. And so, um, it's, it's an incredible feeling, you know, just, you know, I, I always said like, yeah, I hate to turn 30 because it's like, oh my God, like I'm 30, I'm old, (laughs) but, and you know what though? 30 really isn't old. When you look at it, it, it's not because I still pretty much have my whole life ahead of me yet. So you know, obviously when you turn like 25, a quarter of a century, it's like, oh my God, I'm so old. I'm just that much closer to 30. But you think about it, I still have my whole life ahead of me. And so I really, I I can't complain saying that 30 is old. And you know what? God damn, I should be blessed to see 30 because there's so many people that aren't lucky to see that. Um, and so, I mean, wow, I, I guess I just, again, it's a blessing to be able to see this far in life and to see where I have come because, I mean, and there were many days when I was at my lowest and in my darkest days, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be here. I didn't think I'd make it to see, you know, what I thought I'd be doing at like 24, 25. I didn't even think I'd see to see those years because I just didn't want to. But now, you know, it's, it's changed. It's a whole different story. And I'm glad I was able to be strong enough to pull through it because again, so many people are not. And, um, it's just, it's so sad that those that haven't, that they just didn't have the support or, you know, just the strength or the courage or didn't feel like they had the validation to continue on with their life. And that's what I don't, I don't want to see any more of that. You know, I really don't because 
if I can get through it, and I'm not just saying that again, you know, because I, I don't want to be conceited, but, and I think we all can say that for ourselves, any of us that are, you know, that have attempted suicide or have contemplated it. And, you know, we may say, if I can do it, you can do it. And that's so very true. You know, right now, I mean, some people that like attempt or contemplate suicide, you know, they may have children in their lives. They may have good jobs. You know, I I didn't have any of that. I had no kids. You know, I I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. I, I, I was living with my mom. I, for like, I guess you could say like to myself, what, what the fuck was I living for? You know? And I still, you know, like, I think about that, and I, I think back to it, and it's like, yeah, well, what was I living for? Well, the answer is this. The answer is being independent, living on my own, seeing what a badass, strong warrior woman I am, you know, raising my animals, starting new relationships, Starting a new life, basically. That's what I was living for. And I may not have saw it then, but I have it now. And you've just got to have that mindset. And I even think back then, as I was still getting through it, you know, I I never knew that I was going to be living for any of this. You know, I never knew that I'd be living to see the day that I'd live on my own. I never thought I'd live to see the day that I'd actually get my driver's license and have a car. I never thought that I'd live to see the day that I would become a peer support specialist. I never thought I'd live to see the day where I'd get to have two cats and two guinea pigs that love me to death, I didn't think I'd ever have any of it. But the fact of it is, is that I didn't give up, and now I can live for it because I've worked my way to it. I believed in myself, and I got there. And hell, maybe I wouldn't have any of it. Maybe I would still be 29 years old, living with my mom, you know, maybe I would be 29 years old and not have a car. Maybe I would be 29 years old and not have really any relationships or friendships. But however, that's not the case. And when you give that up, you miss out on those opportunities. Because believe me, if you if you just look and see the light and just read anything positive, believe anything positive, you're going to see the day that you're going to have these opportunities if you really believe in them and you look for them. Like, it happened for me, it can happen for you too. And that's exactly what I want people to know, is that it's true. Like, Everyone kept telling me, believe me, your life isn't going to be this way forever. And I thought, yeah, right. Things are never going to get better. Like as long as I'm living with my mom and as 
long as I'm, you know, never going to be able to work or never have a car. Things are never, ever going to get better. And again, that could have been true. I mean, it really could have been. I mean, let's be honest, it's reality. But things did get better. And I would only hope that everybody, like, wants to live to see that out. Because I could have missed out on so much. I could have missed out on having my independence. I would have missed out on having my car. I would have missed out on trying to help other people. I would have missed out on having Mimi and Trisha and Lucy and Ethel and, you know, of course, the pets I've had before then, even, too. I would have missed out on all of this. And that would have been such a fucking shame. It would have been awful. It would have been awful because these opportunities would have been here and I wouldn't be. And it would have been my time to shine and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. And I deserve to be here to prove myself. I don't want to say, okay, maybe I'm not going to say prove myself, but, you know, have the strength and the wisdom like within myself and to get through this and to feel good about myself and know that life is worth living. So like, I'm so glad that I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess being in therapy and I, you know, and people ask me like, what has stopped me from like, ending my life and I've never attempted suicide I've just contemplated it many many times so I've never really had like an actual attempt of it but I guess when people ask me like what like made me stop contemplating it or what made me see like the better of things you know I guess truly I guess my answer to that would be not long after I got on disability, which was probably about two years after I received it, I started living on my own. So I guess the biggest step was earning my own income. I also really think a lot of it was my nephew. I really do, Um, you know, because I may never have kids of my own, and my nephew is, he's the only kid I have in my life, really. I mean, he's 10 years old now, but I wanted him to grow up knowing me, and it's like, it was, it's so great, you know, um, more of a story on them, you know, like later on in the year. Um, I guess to make, to make it really brief and really quick, um, so my sister moved here from Virginia when my nephew was just turning five years old, and so this summer she's going to be moving back, um, and I'm, I'm really upset, um, I think that's the only thing that's like the worst thing about this year, um, because I, I love having her here a lot. Um, that's also been like a huge, like positive outlook in my life is having my sister here. 
Um, we, we've done quite a lot of things together, spent time together. I've got to watch my nephew grow up into this young man. Um, so, um, it, it hurts. Um, it hurts that she's going to be moving back. Um, but it's still some time out and I'm trying to not like dwell on it too much, but, um, it's, it's something that has hurt me and I think about it a lot, but you know, it's been awesome having them here for the time that they have been here and just being called auntie and now I've been upgraded now that my nephew's 10 now just recently he upgraded me to aunt Tiffany and so it just warms my heart that if I may never hear the words mom I can at least hear the words aunt and that just feels just as good so I think that was another Probably one of my biggest reasons is I thought of my nephew and I wanted to be, I wanted to be in his life and, you know, watch him grow up. Um, so I guess, you know, when people say what kind of made me see the light, biggest thing was my nephew. Um, I guess finally getting my own income, even though to start off, it was super rocky, um, but honestly, I would really, TV shows and music got me through a lot of it too. You know, that's why I'm really into sitcoms. It's the comedy, you know, something that makes you laugh. You know, listening to music. Music is, I still say music is like the best therapy ever. You know, then I ended up getting Fonzie, my guinea pig. Um, and... He was one of the first things that I bought when I first got my social security. Um, because if I have something to care for, that makes me feel good. So, you know, I had Fonzie to take care of and he, he was the light of my life. Even though he was just a guinea pig, he was like the light of my life. You know, I started writing, you know, I wrote poetry and that's something I really haven't done for a while. I felt like at after a certain point in time, it became a little bit overwhelming, but it's still really great therapy. If you need to release feelings, you can really make a great story out of your feelings. And it's super positive. You know, even reading is really good. I, I've always loved to read. As a kid, I had so many books. And um, I've always been really good at reading. And so that's another thing I've just, I've really, I've loved doing. You know, you can kind of live, when it comes to reading, you can kind of live vicariously in another world. Even though it's a fictional world most of the time, it still can take you into this other realm and take your mind off of the things that are going on within your mind. Um, and really just, I, I've been in therapy since I was like 13 years old consistently. So if you find the right therapist and sometimes it's hard, you know, like some therapists may only be at a job for a year or two. And of course that's, that's really hard and upsetting. Um, but this therapist I've had now, I think this will be like my fifth year. It, it'll be like my fifth. Yeah, I want to say my fifth year seeing her. 
Uh, that sounds about right. So, yeah, going into the new year, it'll be like, I've been seeing her for five years. I've never seen any therapist that long before, ever. And I think that's truly what has made the most difference in me is I've consistently worked with the same therapist, somebody that knows me, has gotten to really know me, and I haven't had to switch and get to know somebody else and kind of like learn a whole new style of therapy you know, and I think that's helped as well. Um, and that's all I can really say is like, you got to know that you've got to have somebody to live for and just find like a great coping skill. And it's really, you know, being in therapy, you learn those coping skills and coping skills are different for everyone. I mean, there's a lot of people that keep a daily journal. I could never fucking do that. I would never want to keep a daily journal. I've tried it and I just, I like to write poetry, but I don't like to feel like forced into keeping a daily journal. When I want to write poetry, I want to do it when it comes to my mind or when it's on my time or when I feel like doing it, you know, keeping a daily journal of like, you know, of my writing about my day. I just, that's something that's not for me. And there are these new journals. Um, I went into Barnes and Noble about two months ago just to kind of look. And I came across this journal. It's like a journal for the 365 days of the year. And every day there's like a certain prompt that it'll tell you to write about. Or it'll tell you to write, it'll be like a prompt and then it'll list like some of your favorite things or something that you dislike. And, you know, something like that would be really, really interesting. Um, That is something I, I can't say I'd be able to do it like every day. But for most days, if there's a topic, especially if it's a really good topic, And it's not like a topic like describe your day or anything like that. It's like, you know, write about your favorite scene in your favorite movie or write down um, a line in your favorite song or, you know, something, something along those lines. And so a journal like that, I really think would be really inspiring. And so, you know, I'm also like always looking into new like kinds of coping skills and coping mechanisms too, because, you know, when I'm going to be working with clients, you know, that's something I'm going to have to share with them. So, you know, what works for me may not work for them. A lot of people don't like sitcoms. A lot of people find sitcoms stupid. I get it. Yeah. A lot of sitcoms, they are stupid, but that's what makes them funny. And that's why I love them. Um, the latest one I just bought on DVD is Mike and Molly. Um, it came on TV land like recently. And so like, you know, with sleeping with the TV on, I, I, you know, I flip through different channels. Like right now I've been falling asleep to the Hallmark movies, the Christmas movies, because yes, like, I mean, if you've seen one Hallmark movie, you've seen them all, but I don't know. Something about the Hallmark movies is just super lighthearted. But anyways, TV Land is one channel. Usually on like a Saturday, I will watch it because Roseanne would be on. So I like to watch Roseanne. But now they started Mike and Molly. 
and um, I never really took the time to watch the show before, and um, I love it. It kind of reminds me of King of Queens in a way, so um, I'm going to be finishing, I'm on the last season of my King of Queens DVDs, and I'm going to watch the last two episodes of I Love Lucy, or well, Lucy Desi Comedy Hour tonight, and then next I'm going to start Mike and Molly. And, um, I don't know, I still have many more series I have to get through, but I'm also working through Mr. Ed. Um, but I love the stupidity of the sitcoms. That's what makes it funny. That's what makes it lighthearted. And you want that because it's something that can make you laugh. And then laughter is good medicine as well. You know, something as simple as looking at a joke site and just reading stupid dad jokes or something. You know, it's like so many things work for many different people. And it kind of depends on what your interests are. If you like comedy, then, you know, I might say look up stand-up comedians on YouTube or watch a sitcom if you like comedy or yeah look up stupid dad jokes or knock knock jokes or something you know that's something if you like comedy that's what you might like you know I don't know much about comedy I'm not a stand-up comedy type of person per se but I'll recommend you a sitcom any goddamn day of the of the year you know so I mean some people like animals and so you can do things like equine therapy is something that's pretty popular amongst people you know going to the humane society and just kind of browsing the animals or go to the zoo you know even though like some of it might cost money you know there's always free things you can look at to do or go to a pet store can just go to a pet store and browse at the animals. You know, it's things like that that, you know, you can do. But it really just kind of depends on your interests and what, you know, what you like. Because if you don't like it, it's not going to really be a good coping skill and it's going to make you feel worse. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's how I really got through my tough times. And and I live to tell about it, and many people don't, and so I'm just, I'm so glad that I live to tell about it. Um, like, I couldn't be more grateful for that. Um, holidays are a rougher time. I'm not, you know, ever since my grandma died when I was 12, holidays were never the same. She was the one that was big into Christmas, and, you know, seeing all the grandkids and her kids, and it's just, it's, it's not the same. And especially because like, it's me. And then I have a cousin that's 18 months younger than me, but she like already has her own life kind of going on. So, you know, I'm the second youngest and all my other, most of my other cousins are my sister's age, like in their forties and thirties. And well, I guess I'm I'm approaching 30. I forget like I'm I'm older than I I tend to think sometimes, I guess. But point is is that me and my sister were nearly 14 years apart. So, you know, she got to grow up with the majority of all the cousins. They were all boys, but you know, 
point being is by the time I came around, I had my cousin Katie growing up. We were like attached at the hip, but now she's grown up and gone her own way. And I've kind of, you know, I was stuck where I was for a while. But, you know, I know that Katie always will love me. I'm uh, she like I don't know if she's listened to the podcast at all, but shout out Katie if you do hear this. Um yeah, uh, we just we never see each other anymore, but I know she'll always like care for me deeply and, you know, when we do get together on the rare occasions, we always talk about the good times we had. Um, cause we did, we had some of the best times growing up. We were like best friends. We were inseparable, always sleeping over at each other's houses. And I, I mean, the days of Barbies and hit clips and easy bake ovens. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of it. Um, but yeah, you know, things just, they change as, you know, we get older, we, we grow apart, we go our own ways, but that doesn't mean we lose love for each other. Um, I just wish, you know, it could always be the same. I just would love to have one Christmas where it's like, grandma's here and, you know, me and Katie are sitting at the top of my aunt's stairs playing with our Barbies and, listening to our hit clips and you know just the joy of like opening presents I mean what I wouldn't give to go back to those times you know I I really I I would I just one one more Christmas like that I mean what I wouldn't give to see my grandma again I I I don't know I mean, I just would like to go back to that one Christmas just like that, you know, or I mean, I don't really remember my grandpa being alive, but even him too. I mean, just all of us together again, how it used to be, uh, there's no greater feeling than that, like at all. You know, we'd usually have the white Christmases. My aunt lived out, like, in the country, had this amazing house. And so just the greatest of times. I, yeah, I mean, nothing can compare. But also, nothing can compare to where I am right now. And, um, you know, just, you know, giving this update and sharing with everybody where I'm at, it really makes me feel so, so good about myself. And I just, I really hope, I only hope that things continue to go this well. And I'm just, I'm so beyond proud of myself. I'm nervous, but I'm also excited to see where this journey is going to take me and continuing to do this podcast. It's, it's more than I ever could have you know, imagined and asked for. And I just, I do, I feel so incredibly blessed. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, so I'm going to continue, of course, with the TV shows and, um, you know, when I get to the movies, the episodes will be a little different, but we're a little still a ways away from that. But, Not really sure where the polls are going to go after the Christmas movies, but yeah, I mean, just continue to listen to the pop culture episodes. I'll be checking in from time to time, you know, on episodes with myself, but 
yeah, in the meantime, it's just, I'm incredibly excited for my journey and where I'm at right now. And it just, it means a lot that I get to share this all with you guys. So, um, so please take care, be kind to yourselves, especially be kind to one another. And I will see y'all soon. Bye.